Greetings. Hey, everybody, and thank you for joining us on this episode of Chatting with Country. Today on the line with me, I have Ryan Lomax. What's going on, y'all? And Keon. Hi, y'all. Hello. <laughs> no, 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 we're not doing this. We're not. We are not. We are not. I just figured I would have somebody on here that you're familiar with to make this go a little bit better for you uh, so I can no. get that playful side of you as well. So you play- to bring it out. I always had the playful side, but now it's just going to be ignorant because he's here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was like, who is Aya? I was, <laughs> I was like, no. No, this is not happening. Good <laughs> it's pronounced Aya. Uh, that is so cool. So thank you for coming on. Um, Ryan is one of Keon's close friends, and you know, he be on TikTok doing his thing. And so, I just decided to come on and bring him on. So, Ryan, come on, tell us just a little bit about yourself. I have a lot of questions and stuff that we're gonna ask just to showcase who you are. Okay, for sure. Uh, there's there's so much. Um, well, uh, I'm 32, uh, born and raised in EC. Uh, big two one nine energy. You know what I mean. Um, let's see. I'm a caregiver for my mother, my grandmother, and my uncle. Uh, I'm into uh, multimedia. I'm a photographer. You know, I'm a photographer, videographer, cinematographer, etc. Um, heavy in the tech. But above all, above all of that, I am a child of God. I am a true believer that Jesus did die for our sins and rose three days later. So I'm big, uh, real big into that. Um, and I'm into, you know, I'm into anime, video games, cosplay, pop culture, that type of deal. And yeah, I try to stay out of trouble uh, nine times out of 10. (laughs) All right. So do you consider yourself to be quiet or talkative? Uh, yes. (laughs) Yes to both of them? Yes, because I'm not one to really be one or the other per se when it comes to that, because... I can be quiet, and no reason why I get quiet is because a I'm trying to figure you out, or b you've made me angry, <laughs> and I'm trying not to say something <laughs> that's going to cause a reaction. <laughs> so, um, it's a little it's a little column A column B for me. Okay, well, you brought up angry, so I'm just gonna jump down to the bottom real quick because I think this is so funny, right? So, okay. tell me how you really feel about Jada Pickett and her stupid oopie oopie wanna be great value type yeah, looking ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what you're gonna do. Yeah, yeah, you saw that, huh? So you saw that, huh? Oh man, well, I saw that. I saw that too. <laughs> we, I know you did. That's probably why I'm here now. Um. <laughs> First things first, I just want to say, uh, first things first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. No, no, for real though. Um, oh, my mama though. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. Uh, I know that. So, so like for real though, um, Jada Pinkett is just. I'm gonna just say it. She's just not. She's not a good human being because, um, 
here you have someone that that pined after you like on Steve Urkel energy, you know, Steve Urkel timing, and you finally gave him the time of day. You you uh, let you know you let him change your last name. You bore his children, this, that, and the third. And then, you know, from what the from the stories that he was saying, like, you know, how he did like the, went down the whole family tree for her birthday and all this other stuff. Uh Jada Pinkett to me is just an immature, ungrateful um individual who doesn't deserve someone like Will Smith and uh, as a man, um, simply because of that. And the fact that A, she I feel emotionally manipulated Will Smith to go up there and smack the hell out of Chris Rock. Granted that they are married. That is his husbandly duties. Not going to lie to you because we all, you know, we've all been there. Well, I can't say we've all been there. I ain't been there yet. Um, But like, that is his duty as a husband, not knocking him for that to, you know, to defend and honor thy wife. Um, there's other ways to doing it. And the fact that I feel she emotionally manipulated him to do that speaks so much volume um, off of that alone, because we know actions speak louder than words. Uh, so the fact that Will had to do that just shows me where they're at in this marriage right now. And still also shows me that he, as a black man, is, I feel, suffering somewhat because of this insufferable individual that he's uh spent so much time going after you know what i mean and that's a big fear yeah so i know um, that we're focusing on ryan but come on what you think about that do you think she it was a lot easily easily i'm sorry do you think it's like easier for her to manipulate him because he is so much in love with her I think it's because of the fact that he wants to do everything he can to please her. And, you know, you heard you heard him say it. He was like, I was doing everything I can to, you know, get to her and I'm doing everything I can to please her. And the uh, the things that she does clearly shows that she's not like drawn to that or she's not taking to that the way that any other woman would kill to have something like that, that type of energy in a relationship, let alone a marriage. So. I, in Will Smith's case, I would say yes, because she knows how to play on what makes him want to go about doing that. You know what I mean? Like, she's manipulating his his willingness to please her as a wife, whereas just letting him do it off of his own uh, initiative alone. Okay. Now, um, I, I, one more question. I'm sorry. If you think the roles were reversed, how do you think society would react? Are you kidding me? I think we get so tied up in like the, the situation they were looking at that if the world if the roles were reversed, would people be attacking Will as hard or would it just be like, oh well, um Will emotionally manipulate manipulated her because it's such a um a common thing for men that want to like, you know, control women. So do you think the narrative would have changed a little bit? The narrative would have been men are trash. <laughs> Will Smith is the prime example. Will Smith is misogynistic. He's toxic masculine, toxic masculinist, whatever buzzword that the sisterhood could come out with. 
to mm-hmm. use against him to paint him to be a bad guy. And okay. it's so much easier for women that have the that ideology to paint any man, especially a famous man, let alone a black man in America, to mm-hmm. paint them in such a negative light to the point where they look villainous and they're actually not. It's crazy. And so, yeah, the role if the roles were reversed, that narrative would have been they'd have dragged him from here to hill and back again <laughs> with <laughs> and a first and a first class pit plane ticket down with gasoline draws on and a lit match. Promise. You. Okay. <laughs> so you're into anime, right? And yes, you did the is it the hand seal or the hand yes. sign challenge that yes, got your ass six million views? How did how long did it take you to master that? So tell me how long you've been <laughs> into anime, first of all. But then let's go back to this the hand sign challenge because you killed that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, I've been in the anime as long as I can remember. My very first anime was it actually wasn't Naruto. It was actually Blood Plus, which was a, it was a vamp. It was like a, a vampire. Like, uh, what was it? The story was uh, this girl. She was a, she was a high schooler, and um, she just be, uh, magically not not magically, but like she somehow had ties to like some ancient like, like vampire type deal or whatever. And then she gets this katana that uses her blood to slay these. Uh, evil vampire creatures. It was it was really interesting because I was like in that phase of like, ooh, vampires are cool, but not Twilight vampires. I don't want vampires to sparkle. No, I'm good on that. Okay, yeah. I, I got you. So so I was like really into that, and I watched it all the way through. Like this, and this was back in like like the early two like like the early two thousands, like twenty. Ooh, like this had to have been like right after I graduated high school. Okay. So I was watching that like heavily, and um, then after that, then it was then it was Naruto, and then um, then everything else kind of just like fell into place after that. Cause or was it? Yeah, cause like I was into it, but I wasn't into it like that. Like we all we all sat and watched Dragon Ball Z and Toonami and all that. Yeah, yeah. we y'all all like Naruto as well. That's- you know, yeah. Sit and watch that. So, like uh, Naruto, I got like really. I, I did like Naruto because I liked ninjas, and then then um I watched that all the way up to, I think like once they had the filler episodes, I'm like, all right, this is boring. Next, yes. you know. And then, I, then I found blood. Uh, then I found blood plus, and then uh eventually I went down that rabbit hole of like, ooh, what's this? What's this one? Because I was, you know, right. we all have those websites where you can watch this for free as long as you have the ads or whatever, you know? So <clears throat> I was I was on that for like a while. And um eventually eventually I uh eventually I uh just kinda, you know, went uh, went further down the rabbit hole and the rest is kinda history. When Naruto um I I I liked it because of the hand signs. Like, oh, they're using the ninja. They're using ninja stuff. Let's go. Let's see how this works. Now they're just like, oh yeah, Rasengan. He didn't even do anything. What is that? What what? This man has a planet buster. What is going on? Nar- how did Naruto become god level? What's happening here? Anyway, um, but it was the hand signs that got me like into the show, and I eventually started learning them on my own. And that's just because of the fact that I have a very I don't know, like, I have a very um, adaptable type of, like, I don't know, mindset mindset or something. Like, I, 
I think off of like methods. I'm a Methodist type of thinker, so if I know if it's a step-by-step process, I'm going to like master it to the best of my ability just by watching it. And that's just kind of how I'm able to I was able to understand those signs like word for, like, you know, seal for seal. I recently got back into them once I got into TikTok, but I didn't really implement it like that because when because like i just be doing like i just be minding my business and then i just ran like bust out doing the, like like the one-handed ones i'm just like huh mm-hmm. i don't know why i'm doing this but okay so i just i just you know did it and then like so one it day makes me wonder, like, do you know sign language? no mm. i do not i do not no I, I know it's i know it's hard to believe but i do i've not learned a single bit See, the thing is, that requires studying, and literally all my studying was spent at Purdue Cal, uh, boiler up, by the way, and um, yeah, I, I don't think my brain could be like, my, if I were to go like back into school, like back in like a class for, for like a couple of weeks or a month or whatever, my brain's going to look at me like, boy, what the hell are you doing? Get <laughs> You got a whole degree back and get your behind back here and stop playing over what here. What's your degree? Get, in? Uh, computer graphics and technology. Okay. So, yeah, I um, mastered in that. So, so these hand signs for you to learn the one that you posted, like how long did it take um, you to put it together? Well, that's actually mm. not the first time I went viral. The first, like the first time I went super viral off of that was using. Uh, I used a, a song from a from a producer. His name is uh, Suave Lee. Shout outs to him. He doesn't know who I am, but like his song was fire. It was called Demon Stutter. So I started like just. I was. I was like. It was like you late one night. Demon, before I went, Demon, Demon what? Stutter. It, it, like it's like it's like a it's like a beat. Okay. And so I liked the song, and so one day. I like one night before I went to bed, I was like, someone's like, you should make a video off of that. I'm like, okay, sure. So I did it. I set it up. I had my my, uh, my phone like propped up against my TV screen. I did it. I wake up the next day, no joke, and I am going off. That video is going crazy. I'm like, this is nuts. Okay, I like this. I like where this is going. I went from like five, I think I was at like, I went past a thousand. I think I was at like uh like 3k or so and then it went up to 5k and then almost hit 10k i was at like 8 or 9k after that whole surge and everybody was going like it was so live Corey kenshin himself liked the video when i saw that i flipped and my my co-worker jonathan shouts to him um he was like dude no way did Corey kenshin like him i'm like yeah he did <laughs> And I screenshotted it. I'm like, yeah, I'm up. Let's go. The recent one, the one that has six million. I again just was like, you know what? I'm gonna take I'm gonna take on this challenge because like it's after, it's with a specific sound on TikTok. And um I saw the videos that were behind it and I was like, I'm gonna try this. So I saw I looked at it and it was this like Asian lady, she was doing it because like she was into it or whatever. And she met, and like it was a duet. So, like, the original video was like different people doing different hand signs off of the anime. And so, I saw her do it. And I'm like, there's no way that I can do this. <laughs> there's no way I can do it the way she did it. So, I was like, all right, let me just see, string together what I know. I did it. And again, blew up. Then it blew up again after that. Pushed, then it blew up to, um, what is it? It pushed me past 10K. I hit 30K within the course of like 
almost a month of that happening last year. Then it blew up recently this year because someone took it from TikTok and put it on IG. So people were following me from Instagram and TikTok. I'm like, so you okay. trying to feel a little famous, famous, huh? I, I something. It's it was people <laughs> all over the globe. Like I'm talking to people from Saudi Arabia, China, on, Korea, Japan, all just coming there. I'm like. Okay, and they were leaving them. They were leaving comments with like in their, you know, their native tongue or whatever. To which I clearly do not understand what they're saying. <laughs> they could be cussing me out. I'm like, hey, thanks for the man. I appreciate it. Meanwhile, they're saying, look at this, look at this black man. <laughs> I had people calling me Killer B from Naruto. Like, oh, look, it's the it's Negruto. I'm like, okay, thanks for the view. Good, get out. You, you're good. You're good. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, Months after that, that was like six six point one million. That's where sitting at six point one million views. I wish I would have blew up before then, because that way I would have gotten paid. <laughs> oh, okay. I got that, but you know, even uh, it's all in God's uh, divine timing. I'm not complaining. I'm just thankful that it happened. Yes. And yeah. uh, so, so with that, with that video. I literally just string together everything that I like, every seal that I know from like Naruto and then other anime as well, and just like other, you know, however I can, however I can do it. And then I just weave it together. And people are like, you have to tell me how to do this. I'm like, dude, all I do is literally prop the camera up and then set the set the recording speed to times two so that way it's slower. <laughs> That's it. It just looks like I'm doing it faster. It's it's not that hard. But I, I see. Know. Other- Go ahead. So do you feel like going uh, viral is in the hashtag that you attach to it? Um, um, wait, repeat that. Do you feel like going viral, like your views, do you feel like it's attached to the different hashtags that you put in your videos? Like you said one time Absolutely. That it was the sound, you know, that you used, you feel like helped out? Yeah, that sound helped and some of the hashtags helped as well because like I tried to do the same thing with a different song and then like the same like hashtags or whatever and I didn't get the same push that you know TikTok has like mm-hmm. that real TikTok has all that mystery with like China and all that other crap so I don't I don't put it to that I just when I make videos like when I make my YouTube videos and and all this stuff when I do what I do and I put it out there for people to see if they want to see it that's literally it I just like okay if you want to see it it's there if you don't that's fine I did it anyway it's you know I don't I don't care. You know what I mean? Like when I went viral, I was like, holy crap, I'm this, I'm, I blew up and now I have to work in the morning, you know? So like, I I didn't, I wasn't going to say, I'm not going to sit up here and say like, this is, this is just like it for me. No, like Mm -hmm. this, there's more to it than just this. And like, as far as, as long as I just like do that or whatever else, as long as I have an audience that's willing to listen, it's, it's fine for me, you know? And so that's why Oh, but how do you feel about live action movies that were based off of animes? <sighs> Man, um, <laughs> if it's not executed right, it's trash. I'm gonna just say, it. I'm looking at you, Dragon Ball Evolution. You ain't seen. Hey, oh, hey, that was the first one that came to my mind. I can't think of no other ones. Uh, there was a there was an Attack on Titan one. There was an Attack on Titan live action. I heard it was trash too. Now they're trying to do a Demon Slayer live action one too. It's like, please don't. That's my favorite one. And if you ruin it, I might I may have to hurt you. Um, Are you a Marvel fan? I am. 
So how do you think about the newest uh, movie since COVID with Marvel? How, what are your um, feelings about Marvel right now? Are you still a huge fan? Or are you am. like, bye-bye? Uh, Here's the thing. I don't gatekeep and I don't sit up there and like just well they're they're you know, I'm not one of these like extreme nerds that are like, well they they're it's not as good as it used to be. It's like listen, we say that about everything in comparison to the thief of all joy. Can we just sit and enjoy the damn movie? Because like <laughs> I the last Marvel movie I went to see was uh Ant Man, the new Ant Man movie. Mm-hmm. I gave it a seven out of uh seven out of ten. Wholesome, it had good family value like points to it. Um, there was some questionable script script moments where I'm just like, uh, I wouldn't have said that, but whatever, you know, go off. Um, but other than that, solid seven out of ten movie, and um, I look forward to just seeing like, like I, I feel like I'm in this matrix of like how it was with the uh, the new Star Wars movies with Ray being like the new main character, and how we're just like, okay, the next movie's gonna be great, right? We're gonna see some good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And we're not. <laughs> And it's over. Okay, like I feel like I feel like we're at that point right now. But again, I'm just in it for the ride because movies are supposed to be enjoyable. You know what I mean? Like you, the minute you find out, like, oh, Black Panther two is out. Oh, uh, Infinity War is out. You automatically are getting your ticket ready to go, and it's just that's the whole point. Is just to go out there, watch the movie, say you watched it, and enjoy yourself. It's not to be all, not to take back to the. The hive man, the hive mind, and be prepared to debate why you feel <laughs> Blade was the original. Uh, Blade was better than this one. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's just me, though. So, um, I'm I'm Team Marvel all the way. The movies are good. Me personally, I'm just waiting. I'm just ready for Blade to come out. Cause, <laughs> cause yes. <laughs> Did they sign off on that yet? Oh yeah, they've already been filming. It's supposed to drop this year, somewhere this year. Like thinking like October. Man, I don't know, man. Wesley Snipes is a hard actor to chase after. after no, no, no. My, my, my Hershala looked like he got the juice. I'm, a, I'm, I'm. I got some faith in him. <laughs> I got some faith. Actual, in him. Is he an actual martial artist or is he an actor? I don't know, but we gonna find out. <laughs> we gonna right, find. We, uh, I, I have Wesley faith. Snipes is an actual martial artist, and uh, he did some of. A, he he's been doing like you know, Passenger Fifty Seven. He's had all his. He's actually got a black belt. He actually knows art, and um, I think that's what just brought it, like, the Blade character so much into life. And so, yeah, and he like, also has the art of tax evasion, too. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's done, it, he's done his time. He's paid his debt to the community. But, <laughs> hey, can't, can't, can't take that away from him. No, like, we but, cannot. But also, he came out of a different era of action star, like, John Clyde Van Damme, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Sylvester Stallone, you know, Wesley right. Snipes, his name was definitely in there. So he, he he fits into that group of, like, he had his niche. You know right. what I'm saying? And uh, as far as I know, the uh, actor that's playing in, that's supposed to play the new Blade, he does a little bit of everything. But, you know, he's very dramatic. He he does good characters. Um, I have not seen him in a, in, in a fight movie capacity, though. But he does, he does, he, he is a great actor. If anything, we can just look at Michael Jai White. It's like, all right, bro, get in there. <laughs> hey, you're up. Hey, that would have that would have been. But I mean, Michael, he, he's getting older. But yep. again, you know, he he has a uh, I think five black belts in training traditional martial arts and uh um my and some more modern uh, arts and as a teacher. He's been doing it since he was a kid. Yeah. 
So so it's up. It's we Mahershala is that that's it. Come come on, bro. We we believe in you. I'm gonna be judging right. you heavily. Don't let them down. <laughs> right. I didn't mean to so, get off topic, but go ahead. No, you're fine. What's your biggest fear? My biggest fear. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't really have a big fear per se because um I, I have smaller fears like you know afraid of the dark and all. I, I don't like bugs. Uh I, I had I used to be afraid of spiders, now it's just like I have a very strong hatred towards them. Um I used to be afraid of the dark, I'm not afraid of the dark. I guess flying. It, heights, there you go. Can't do heights. Can't do heights. Will I eventually be flying somewhere down the road? Absolutely. Is it gonna suck? Yeah. But I guess that's that's the Lord's way of me trying to uh conquer it. Um, What's one place you want to travel to? Uh, New York. I've always wanted to go to New York. Why? Um, just ever since I was a kid, and again, this goes back to you know being a nerd. Uh, I was. I remember watching the original Spider-Man, not like the old school one, but like the the nineties one. Mm-hmm. And I just like and playing the video games, like Spider-Man, was it Spider-Man Two for the GameCube? Oh man, just swinging from city to city was such a, it was such a nostalgic feeling for me. And like I think that's what instilled in me the the wanting of like being around big cities, like like urban urban esque areas like skyscraper like build uh being around skyscraper buildings etc even though I'm afraid of heights I just like the, like seeing the cityscapes or whatever so when I look at New York and then like I look at Chicago like how the Sears Tower and all that granted I would never want to go up in those buildings to the highest floor it's just good to see them from a distance much like spiders They're, I don't want to see you but go ahead and do what you're going to do for the for the environment my my eight legged brother but if you bring your little ragged ass over here you may die I just want you to understand that. So so yeah, that's my um that's one of my that's one of my places I would love to go to is New York. I actually am thinking about going sometime soon, provided I provided I get the proper funding to do so. And uh, I'm also planning to go back there if I if the first trip, God willing if the first trip goes well, I'm going to go there again for New York Comic Con. And I got a ton of friends up there that want to see me too, so Okay. So you um spoke about being a caregiver to your mom, your aunt, and your uncle, right? My mom, my grandmother, and my uncle. Your mom, your grandma, and your uncle. Yes. So, who helps you? Are you dating? (laughs) No. (laughs) Why was that funny? (laughs) I don't know. Every time someone asks me that, I can't do nothing but laugh. Um, I am not dating. I am uh, single like a Pringle. Uh, I have, uh, what is it? I do not really have any help here. Um, we're trying to find some help now. Um, because it was, it was crazy because my mom suffered three strokes back in 2020 and then began her recovery process once she got out of the hospital from the third one. Um, we did a lot of like, you know, I did a lot of like recovery for her. I was always like making sure that she was getting to the bathroom, check, you know, make sure she was okay, taking her doctor's appointments. And, th- and I was doing this while I was working too. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working for the city of East Chicago's multimedia department to which I'm not there anymore. I was let go as of December 30th of last year. Uh, 
Yeah. So then, so, so before the new year, right? And then this year rolls around, literally not even like maybe a couple weeks in, my mom has another stroke and she's in the hospital oh, again. Oh, wow. So all the pro- all the progress that we worked hard to get her to this point mm-hmm. where she was able to stand up on her own, go to the bathroom, or wait for me to get up there to her, and uh, you know, uh, be able to stand up, you know, sit up, and all that, all that pretty much is gone. And um, mm-hmm. she's barely, you know, she's wa- she can she's she can barely stand up now. She can make like a couple of steps, but not anything like how she used to be because i used to stand her up i would walk and i would like hold her hand and i would just walk her you know where she could go now she can't even do that and it's like i wheel her to and fro and um yeah i'm by myself i'm pretty much the uh super son super grandson super nephew um but you know all of you under one roof yep so that makes it easier you know not to say i mean because again caregiving is hard especially when you don't have the, you know, it, it becomes, okay, yes, God, I'm doing this for everybody else, you know, right. and yeah. what about me? You know, right. it's like, Lord, so get, like yeah. Lord, get somebody else to do it. Yeah, because I told, I told my, my mom even looked at me, she's like, we'll, we'll figure this out because I know you, I know this isn't the life I expected from you. And it's funny because I even said that to like some uh, associates of mine, um, I said that I was thinking about moving out once I actually found her the help, and which I was labeled selfish because I want to, you know, it's like, I, I'm selfish, but you don't know the cross that I bear every day. Okay. Right. Um, a key reminder, folks, not everybody deserves to know your business anyway. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So I am, I am alone in this endeavor for the most part. My, uh, my uncle who lives in Highland comes, uh, come, you know, he, he offers help whenever he can give it because he's, uh, you know, he's married with a child. Uh, he's, uh, what is it? He's, he's 12. He's my little cousin. So he, he's, so I'm assuming you don't have any children then. Nope. Okay. Single and, and childless. You want kids? I do. I do want to have kids because I want to raise them up more, moreover, raise them up right before the Lord. And then also, uh, imputing them different values and break all the generational curses that I was, you know, I fell under, you know what I mean? And pretty much start fresh. It's just, I have to, I have to find her yet. I don't know where she is. And I'm kind of just, I'm out of mind in my business. Cause the, you know, the dating pool has pee in it <laughs> and I'm not trying the to. The dating pool has pee in it. And you're not trying to swim in it. Okay. Absolutely not. Okay. So, and my block game is strong. So trust me. So, so are I, you like a 30 year old version of what? Yes, you 32, but yes, I, I accept that title. Okay. Oh, man. That's gotta, all gotta right. Be, That's all right. You know, it's women, and it's women out there. I mean, it's slim pickings. But it's women out there that that's versions as well. You know, it's a lot of different groups and stuff out there too. But sound like you are very particular about what you're looking for, and you don't really have the time to put into a relationship right now. But you're per se. Okay. So I got, I got a question. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't dated as much, do you have you pinpointed that you know what you will want? in a woman or do you believe in the whole opposites attract or do you want to find someone that's similar to your interest what does your ideal woman look like um honestly at this point 
as long as she's not as long as she's not an asshole. <laughs> can I say that? As long as she's not as long as she's not like mean spirited or like anything that a lot of the modern women that I've witnessed, not even just on TikTok, but like on dating sites. The ones that be wanting to, oh, you got to pay my bills and I, I got to oh. provide you this, that, and the third. You know, like, I don't want to deal with all that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, as long as you bring peace that and, no and like, little problems, I'm cool. And that applies to single mothers, too. I'm not against dating single mothers. It just depends. The, there's a three-child limit with me. Two to three. If you have anything Ooh. past that, uh-uh. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. they, and if it's three, they got to be somewhat grown to understand you know, <laughs> they got to be grown enough to be coherent. One is perfect. Be, do you think it'd be hard to date a woman as a person who who's never had kids? Like, would it be hard for you to adjust to like date women to somewhat be of a of, of a father figure? Would that be hard to sense? So that's something that you doesn't you don't have experience with. Do you think it'd come natural? Um. Well, come considering as to how I've had to. Because I, I would like to take my caregiver experience and ma mark it as being a somewhat of a fatherly figure because it's like, no, you have to go here. Wait, I got you. Hold on. I got it. You know, I've had to do a lot of sacrificing. And I feel like uh, being a father, especially a black father, even if to like a stepfather, uh, their sacri sacrifices come often when you're in the parent role. You know what I mean? It's not just about you. It's about the child, even if it's not your child. And... Uh, I don't mind it because I feel like I'm good with kids. I'm very, I'm a very gentle giant. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people look at me like, holy crap, he's, that's a big dude. And then I'll be like, I'm this, then they'll be like, he's the sweetest man I've ever seen. You know what I mean? So like, I'm not against it. But like I said, you have to, the woman has to show me that you ain't on dirt, basically. Cause like at the minute, the minute, <laughs> The minute you come up with some type of BS, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm out. Cause I'm not finna. It's bad enough. I've had to. Uh, I've had to fight on my job. I've even had to fight at home sometimes. Not like physically, you know. But like there's been there's been there's been trouble in the home sometimes. What makes you think I want to have any trouble with you? And you like the least common denominator. I need my family. I need my job. What I need you for if you cause me trouble? You feel me? <laughs> You feel me? So like, nah, I, uh, uh, that that's just me, and that just goes for that just goes for single mothers. If you're not a single mother and you still cause me trouble, that just definitely means you got to go. <laughs> for me, okay. So look, are you okay? You're a thirty year old virgin. So do 30. you think when it comes thirty two year old virgin, stand corrected? <laughs> um, when you get ready to get those sweet watery guts. Do you think you're going to get shrinkage? No. You're going to be ready, huh? That's going to be the best 20 seconds of your life. What'd you say? That's going to be the best 20 seconds of your life. I can't say 20 seconds now. I can say it. If it's, 20, if, it's, if it's 20 seconds, round two, three, two, five might be coming right up after. All right. So I got a couple more questions. Um, and then. So tell me because I learned about passport bros by watching oh one boy. of your TikToks. Oh boy. Tell me about passport bros. Enlighten me. Here's the thing with passport bros. Before anyone thinks about it, I am not one yet. I am <laughs> not one yet. yet. 
if it's one if it's one title I will happily accept it is the DM bandit. Okay. But if you if I slide in your DMs and you hear <laughs> if, I slide, if I slide your DMs and you hear the Cowboy Bebop intro right behind me, that's me. Okay. Um here the thing with the passport bros is this. The passport bros are individual gentlemen that are getting their passport bros to go across the across seas with better hopes of not just finding um better opportunity in terms like jobs or whatever but also finding a wife that they can settle down with that's not going to be uh, uh a trifling tribulation to them to themselves you know what i'm saying and mm-hmm. and to live happily it's basically a um a modern day man's uh happy ever after i want to say because okay. Um, when you look at it, when you look at the stats, and the stats are there, men don't want to date over here. And when you look at the TikToks, like good lord, the t- especially the black, the TikToks that come from black women. Like, let me tell you, the most horrible thing that I just saw that I saw last year, there was a woman that said, um, "Black black babies, black male babies should be aborted," mm. and that. That that really just that messed with me the worst way because it's like I deserve to be aborted because you messed up uh, dating Jamal that had that you had no business with. Like I'm the re- I should be I should be Thanos snapped out of existence because your dating life sucks with all the black men that you choose to date. Like like make that make sense? Why do I have to die on the cross because you want to date the hood niggas instead of dating the ones that actually mean you well and actually want to treat you right? That you keep friends on. Why is why am I the one that has to come out that have to come under fire? And that's kind that's happened to me constantly too. Why do you feel like people end up in the friend zone? Um, because they and, and fellas, I'm gonna say this right now, being too nice is definitely a curse. Sometimes I try being to tell too, you. I try to tell you. But there's a balance. There shouldn't you shouldn't be too you shouldn't be too mean, you shouldn't be too nice. There's a balance that you have to work with and it's some to it's up to you to figure that balance out, let alone if it's up to you if you want to even do that to deal with a woman that, that you you know, if you have to put that much time in, is it really worth it? You know what I'm saying? That's what I feel like a lot a lot of men are understanding, like, is it worth putting in uh, doing all this internal working and stuff just to get one woman to like me, if that, when I could possibly just go somewhere and do it on easy mode. And yeah, it's easy mode. We get that. We understand that. But at the same time, shoot, most men want easy mode anyway. Not saying most men want easy women. Let's not get that confused because that's not what we're doing. Because I know there's a lot of talk about how, oh, it's just nothing but sex tourism. No, it's not. (laughs) And the ones that actually are going out there to do that, uh, I I denounce them because those people are actually trash. If I were to do it, I'm doing it because I legitimately want to have a hope to finding my wife over there overseas if she's not here. Um, and and so, like, like I said, there's no um, – hold on. I'm, I'm trying to get my thought process back. Yeah, no, there's there's no, like, real way to doing this. It's just – it's your it's your discernment. Do you want to – do you feel like you want to balance yourself out to, uh, between good and, you know, being good, being too nice or being too mean to this girl just to get her to like you when there's girls out there across the, across the, you know, across the states that possibly like you for you? You know what I mean? So do you feel like you will know on the inside when the person is for you? Absolutely. Absolutely. From for me, and like I said, because I'm a God, because I'm a, a child of God, it's a holy spiritual d- discernment. 
Like you'll know if you follow Christ and you know that God is love and you know love is patient because that's in the Bible. You know that the Holy Spirit will speak to you and say that's your one. You know what I'm saying? And and a lot I feel like a, a lot of men that that would that um that know Christ for themselves that walk in that that walk under His sight would know that. And I really feel if they did that, there would be a lot less heartache. Honestly. Mm-hmm. If you keep if if a lot of people kept God first, there wouldn't there wouldn't be as much um hitting of the brick walls. There would be a lot less pregnancies, you know what I'm saying? There'd be a lot less um skeeting and skeedaddling. You know what I mean? Like they, mm-hmm. there'd, there'd be a lot less of that. I I feel because mm-hmm. soul ties are real. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people probably would be still keeping their virginity card intact because there's no don't mess with that girl. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, tell me, I blame, what's the I blame, I blame the devil for good pussy. Get, get, get him out. Get, get him out. <laughs> get him out. Get, get, I'm going to pray for you tonight. Anyway. Please, I need it. I need, I need, I need, I need it. Service. Give it to me right now. Lord, so, on the Bible right me. now. Lord, please help me, please. Help him. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Help him. Help him. Please help him. Please pray for me. Please help him. Pray for him. Yeah, I am. Cause you you a mess. Um. <laughs> so tell us how you feel about non-believers. Um, I've went to I went to Purdue. I've had my share of uh, encounters with non-believers, and I used to be a lot of, a lot more hot. I was a lot more hot-headed and passionate back then, though. Um, but now that I've grown up and matured. I don't, I mean, I don't care. I mean, if you don't believe, that's cool. Um, you know, the Lord say, you know, it's it, they're supposed to eat off of your fruit, you know, your fruits and sow a seed of, you know, sow a seed of faith into them or something along those lines. I'm still reading my Bible. Do not, do not judge me. I'm bad at math. I do not know my numbers that well, okay? All I can tell you is what it goes where and where it's at. I'm still learning. I just know I love them, okay? Anyway, <laughs> Um, non-believers, um, that's, that's their prerogative. It's not going to stop me because Lord been too good to me. He didn't work too much stuff in my life out that I never would have been able to work out. The Lord is responsible for hearing my prayer from when my mom was on her deathbed from her second stroke that would have killed her. Okay. The Lord saved my mom from dying in a car accident. My mom has cheated death at least four to five times in my, while I've been around. Okay, mm-hmm. so if you don't believe in them, that's cool. That's got nothing to do with me, though. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like Lorilla said, that did me. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to believe in them and you don't know how, if you want to be a follower, you can always like. And I feel like anybody that knows me can at least come to me and ask me. I feel, um, like, man, how do I, you know, how do I change my life around for Christ? You know, it starts with a belief, and then you go from there. You know what I'm saying? You, to pick up your Bible, talk to him. Dig in your word a little bit. Talk to him. More importantly, pray. Talk to him because he wants to hear from you. We are all his children with the free will embedded in us. It's just a lot of us took that free will and went went backwards. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's just me. If you don't believe, it's like, hey, I mean, we cool for a little bit, but I'm going to be a little bit distant from you because I don't know what you got going on. Sure, you but like, if you ever feel the need to ask me questions, feel free. And I've been in lives on TikTok with non-believers too. Um, mm. 
they said they said that uh you know in the Bible he did say we would be persecuted for believing in him. It's like that's cool. I've been persecuted my whole life for other stuff, so why not add this to the list? Yeah, <laughs> at least I made a choice doing something. Right. Oh, I get that. Um app a little. I'm sorry. Oh, you cutting in and out. Uh oh. Okay, I can thought it was, I thought it was just me. Yeah, we can hear you yeah. now. Uh-oh. <laughs> I know about your GoFundMe page. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Let's hear some more about that. My um, my GoFundMe is... Uh, I just recently started it like a couple days ago, and mm-hmm. that's because, uh, you know, I'm unemployed <laughs> for right now. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. I mean, I have my photography business for anyone that's looking to book with me and book a, you know, book a shoot or whatever. Please feel free to do so. Um, but give us the information. But I need you to text me your GoFundMe information. I need you to, to text me your um, videos and photo info so I can attach it to the podcast as well. Okay? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, my GoFundMe is just literally uh, if you want to donate a dollar or whatever. It was originally for my my followers because um, I've got like 43.5K followers. So I was like, hey, guys, (laughs) send me a dollar, all of you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, of course, they never did. I I wish. But um, yeah, it's literally just that. Um, If you want to donate, you can. All it is going to do is just uh, fund my... uh, future professionalism as a cosplayer and uh that is pretty much that uh i've already got one costume that I, that's completed and that is uh blade cross demon slayer which is blade uh, re reimaged as a demon slayer and it looks pretty dope i've got tiktoks of that i've got pictures of that on my facebook and my instagram um i'm working on another one which is uh jason david frank uh the green ranger Oh, wow. uh, crossed over as a demon slayer as well. That one is about, ugh, I want to say like 45% complete. The shield should be done soon. I've got a guy working on that. Um, uh, yeah, it's just a couple more pieces that I need to, to complete and like revamp or whatever. But like, if anyone wants to send me anything, a dollar or whatever, if you don't want to send it, that's fine. I'm not going to judge you. But if you want to donate, you can. Uh, I will have the GoFundMe will be the GoFundMe information will be there obviously in this podcast because I don't remember it off offhand. But uh, that's pretty much all it is. It's just to you know for me to show off my costumes that I've that I've created. So that's pretty much Keon it. I want to hear you say monkeys. Uh, Where who? does that come from? <laughs> that came from that's my Lord <laughs> Frieza impression from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> so come on, hit us with it. Oh Lord! <laughs> it takes a lot of energy. Don't be Hello, monkeys! It is I, oh. Lord Frieza. <laughs> I love it, man. So... I love that. <laughs> So listen, from chatting with country and the crew to you, we want to thank you for 
joining us today. Um, you guys have any last words? Um, if ladies and gentlemen, to all that are listening on this, this is a great podcast. Thank you for having me, country. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to follow me, um, Feel free to follow me on TikTok at that boy Rybred. That's D-A-T-B-O-I-R-Y-B-R-E-A-D. All one word. Uh, follow me there for uh, all things uh, uh, God-related and cosplay-related, nerd-related, all that type of stuff. Um, follow me on YouTube. Uh, started from the bottom TV. That started from the space bottom TV. Don't ask why that's spelled that way. Um <laughs> Well, you will see my season two uh, Elden Ring playthrough coming up soon once I finish the, the, the intro. Then follow me. On, you can follow me on Instagram at that boy underscore ryebread. Same spelling. Um, you can follow my uh, business page on Facebook and Instagram. My business page is uh, TTM Donovan. My uh, Instagram is uh, trendthreat underscore media, which is the name of my photography business. And uh, yeah, just you know, be on the lookout for you, boy, because I guess, I guess I'm coming up. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You famous, famous. I might be. Famous. And stay in That's school, kids. Right. Don't do drugs. No, nah, don't do no drugs, kids. Please don't. You know, we went and saw Cocaine Bear, and it kind of threw me off because when it came on, the damn kids was eating the crack. And I'm like, really? So this is just what we putting out here now. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're we just going to put the shit out here and just eat the crack, huh? I mean, granted, wow. it was funny. I give it about six stars, 6.5, right? I mean, if I was high, it probably would have been hilarious. But because I was in my right mind, you know, <laughs> yeah, mind. yeah, because that would have been yeah. wild to see. Yeah, that you know, I don't know. It is what it is. But again, thank y'all for being on here. And on that note, if you hang in there with me, I'll hang in there with you. Peace. Deuces. Peace. <laughs>